Welcome to Dice Carnival. You are listening to the Wild Beyond the Witchlight in collaboration with the Homebrew D&D podcast. My name is Misha, and I'll be playing Amanda Amazing, the detail-driven Sylvan Rogue Detective, closing in on her breakthrough case. I'm Cody Smith, and I play Philo Featherbottom. Philo is a halfling wizard who has gone through some rather strange events. My name is Greg from the podcast Dice Carnival. I'll be playing Astrak, the star-speckled Griplead Druid, who yearns to leap for the stars but cannot leap. My name is Austin Brady, and I will be playing the character Hobbs, who is a sentient log warlock, and are very flammable. <laughs> Hi, I'm Geo, and my character is Tor, a young Harringham monk who ran away to the Witchlight Carnival as a child to pursue their love of dance. They've been working at the carnival ever since. And finally, my name is Adrian, your dungeon master and host. Dice Carnival is sponsored by the wonderful Delta 3 Designs. Check out their online storefront at delta3designs.com. But wait! Our listeners get 30% off when they order from Delta 3 Designs. So whether you're in the market for some colorful click-clack math rocks, or you're looking to bring your battle maps to life with masterfully designed accessories, check out delta3designs.com and let them know we sent you. Link and promo code can be found in the description of this episode. That's A-R-C-S-T. O-N-E. Whether this is your first time listening, or you're already a subscriber to our content, we at Dice Carnival welcome you, and hope that you enjoy what you're about to listen. <laughs> Bye now! Welcome back. Where we left off, a band of heroes have entered the land of Hither, within the domain of Prisoner. After having received some helpful advice from a causeway-leaning shrub named Larry, they made their way down to the bog pit and hitched a ride onto the raft of a group of daring Herringon brigands. It was not too long before these brigands, after reveling in a song highlighting the notorious deeds of themselves and their leader, Agden Longscarf, is not currently with them. They revealed themselves to, in fact, be a band of robbers who have all pulled out weapons on you and informed you that this is a holdup. The four of you, along with a giant snail who is like a pack mule on this raft, find yourself sort of surrounded by the rest of these brigands who have dropped the poles onto the floor of like where their feet are and all seem to have like a bit of a wily look on their faces as they all seem very very eager for whatever is about to come and as Jebek the female herringon who is kind of the leader of this party says so what do you say why don't we make this nice and clean we get what we want, and you get to go on your way. And you'll have survived a counter with Agden Longscarf's groups. I mean, like, that that's going to be worth the story in itself, right? And she's just Hobbs. leveling a crossbow. Like, Hobbs. I'm going to say a crossbow, like, straight at... Probably straight at Ostrock, like the back of Ostrock's head. Of course. A Hobbs hands in the air is going to call out ah Jebek you do not know what you have 
I and, don't. Uh, Hobbs is going to kind of look at Amanda and wink. We, happy, are worth so much more than upset. You have a princess aboard your vessel, Jebek. Oh, how daring of you to reveal me in such a way. And I'm going to give him the help back. I'm going to give him help. You hear like one of them like whisper one of the other lackeys is a uh, door. Ain't, ain't a princess worth a lot. Yeah, I think a princess is worth a lot. Should we, should we, should we kidnap her? Demand a ransom? <laughs> we gotta demand a ransom too. Our <laughs> ransom, our reward, is worth much more than our ransom. Yo, Doran, you think that there might be uh, criminals or fugitives of the law? Like, yo, we could contact one of their rival kingdoms and sell them as a prisoner. It's like. Well, Doran, that would be wonderful, but what kingdom would they be able to get to? We're stuck here and hither. It's just a swampland out here with no way of escaping. No matter what know, you Doran. do, don't turn us into Zabilna. Zabilna is going to pay the most for us. As you go ahead and you see that, Jebuk kind of reads you for a moment, and she kind of like laughs a little bit. Like, she doesn't move her crossbow at all, but her head sort of, like, lurches, and she kind of, like, begins squinting and rubbing her eyes. You really don't know how this place works, do you? Either that, or you've been out of the loop for a really long time. I do know that Bill Matt has been looking for me for a little while. Oh, guess being a bit nervous. <laughs> That's why Zabilna is missing. Zabilna is looking for Amanda. If we find her, she will reward you. Alright then, I want Hobbs to roll me a deception check, but you have advantage because of Amanda. Deception. That's clever, I'll give you that. So, that's a 15 on deception. Jebuk lingers for a moment. It's like, alright! So let's pretend that Zabilna Queen of all of Prismere, went ahead and left her domain behind to be reclaimed by Blackjaw Lorna and her sister. For the sole purpose of looking for this uh, fine lady right here, that still doesn't solve the problem that no one's been able to get a hold of Zabilna. And that's just assuming that I believe you about everything, which I'm not so sure that I do. But it's a, nice, it's a nice try. I mean, I've run a good number of stick-ups, and I've done a number of them with Agden, where we pretended that he was royalty, and we got someone else to kidnap him, and then we went ahead and used him as, like, the inside man to find out wherever they were keeping the rest of their loot, and then we go ahead and beat him black and blue and rob them blind. So I, I get it. I get the story, and I really appreciate your hustle, and you know what? After we rob you, you know... You, you don't know exactly where your life is going to be leading, but if you ever find yourself with nowhere else to turn, maybe maybe we'd be willing to take you on, you know? Or you but, could take us on now. Imagine. You have the power of somebody who can disguise themselves. We could team up now. The problem is, I don't exactly trust you. Also, you don't have reason to trust us, so... Right now, I'm going no, to keep it don't. where the pointy sides are on the pointy sides. So, uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to ask you to each offer up whatever is your happiest memory, and we'll just let you get on your way. Well, fortunately for you, I don't have any. 
Everyone's got no, at least I'm one. I'm sorry, I don't have much to give you. Yeah, it's it's good. We'll go through all of them, and uh, we'll see if we can squeeze a little bit of something out of you. Who wants to go first? And you see she pulls off, like, a gourd from her neck. Anyone? Instead of taking it, I would like to give it to you as a gift. <laughs> I'll tell you what. In exchange for you giving me as a gift, I won't take it from you. And we'll call that an equitable exchange. <laughs> Doesn't seem too equitable to me. I agree. That does not seem equitable at all. All right, then. Just uh, just go ahead. Offer it up. What does Hobbs conjure? Uh, Hobbs is going to conjure falling into the mud. As you begin to channel that outwards and you begin to see, like, underneath the lid of this cord, there's, like, a little lid on it, begins to conjure up. And she says, I'm sorry, I'm not exactly getting good vibes from this memory. I'm going to have to actually ask you to give something. Here's the thing is, stuff like this is a bit of a currency around here, and uh, you don't get too far unless you can recognize the potency of what you're peddling. You know, there's got to be a good memory from your childhood, a, pa a friend, a past lover, a parent. You don't have to give up all of your memories of the person, you just kind of got to give up a happy one. You know, one that you kind of lean on to for comfort from time to time. Uh, Hobbs is going to reconjure a new memory of sitting on the workbench uh, and whittling a small wooden owl and nicking their hand with it yep. um, and remembering feeling pain yep. but no blood coming out. It was like the first and, time you felt... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, looking up at mother and her fetching some wood filler from the top shelf and kind of filling in the uh, the wound on one of my branches and feeling that reciprocity the first uh, time feeling that unconditional that sort of, of like I, I will yeah. I will patch you up with whatever I need to do yeah. and you're still like little little log you're literally like baby group then um, I I, w I was a log th yeah. with that could like hobble back and forth and speak. Yeah, it's like you were just like hobbling and you actually nicked yourself on on something, fallen. And yeah, you you think about that comfort, that that mother, that sort of unconditional love, and you know that that feeling is always there, but the exact details of that memory after you sort of reminisce on it for that one last time seems to almost fade from you. You can no longer pull on the details of it. Some of the feelings are still there, but they don't come with the same sort of joy or that same sort of unconditional love that you felt before. As you see the stopper on the gourd begin to glow bright, it's like, now we're in the money, now we're in the money! Ah, boys, boys, you see what this one does right here? This one is a given soul. We don't got enough of them out here. I mean, if we had enough given souls, we wouldn't have to resort to taking, would we? <laughs> like, good one, boss, good one. All right. Uh, while who's... they're while they're occupied with Hobbs, can I try to sneak something off of them? Sure. What are you trying to do? Who are you oh. trying to sneak um, it I'm off of? I'm gonna see if they have. I'm gonna see if they have any of their own gourds. If they have any other gourds of something like this. Roll me a perception check to begin with. Okay. All right. Eighteen. 
You do not see any more gourds that resemble this one, and you see that this one actually is painted in a very elegant pattern that lends itself to have more power beyond just some gourd. Mm -hmm. It's clearly some sort of fashioned item. All right, so that's... But you could try to sneak something off of someone else. Um, You could try Jebuk. Jebuk's shown herself to be a little bit more of a smart cookie, but you could always try one of the others, too, if you you want something a little bit easier to pluck, pluck from. How many of them are there? Six. I mostly want to try... And they're all armed and pointing some sort of weapon at you. And there's also a snail on here with all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Which has now retreated into its shell. Very old-looking snail. Mm -hmm. Oh. If you don't have anything... Is there a way for me to make the snail roll over? It's floating. (laughs) I want to try to flip this fucking rat. Um, it could be, yeah, if that, that's potentially you do. I mean, like, you'd either have to forcefully shove the snail, because snails, you know, can be very sticky on the bottom. Uh, the other Wait, option could be... I thought this was be, the raft. I thought it was floating. It is, it is floating, but the snail's on the raft. Oh, the snail's on the raft. Okay. There's just a snail I'm... in the middle of the raft during this holdup. Yeah, I'm going... I think I'm going to try to... Which could offer cover, potentially, from one side of it, but as I said, these bandits are sort of surrounding it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to do like a quick motion in order to. And are you like acting now, or are you like trying to sort of like? Like while they're distracted, okay. I'm taking a moment while they're distracted, getting excited about Hobbs just fucking flip the raft. All right, so so so, what are you intending to do? Try to shove the snail, or? Um, I think I'm just kind of gonna roll off the side and just kind of. You're just gonna I'm not extremely. Yourself. I'm not really strong. I'm trying to figure out how I can do this. I'm just trying to just get us out of here. You, I mean, like, do you jump off the raft into the water, or? Hmm. You could so also continue Hobbs to try to like find a little one. longer. Because I said you've now, got like I'm maybe like a to... three second window as this happens. Yes, I'm gonna hold off and wait a little bit longer. And once they free up Hobbs, I guess I'm gonna try to like. Hint him to what I'm doing, and we can quickly try to do this All right. before somebody um, else gets snatched. Does, any, does anyone else try to draw attention to themselves after Hobbs gets gets his memories wiped? Mm. If no. not, she will. One, two, Give three, a little tap to Philo. Looks at Philo. Yeah. What about you, old geezer? <laughs> I imagine <laughs> you've got a number of uh, memories stored up in that old brain. <laughs> Might as well we take some of them before you lose them yourself. Misplace them yourself. I don't have a whole lot of memories. Ah, I really hate, and you're like one of them says, one of of them says like, damn it, Doran. I really hate it when we get these aftermarket uh, geezers. Yeah, I know. It's like, you think that they'd have a lot of memories, but they got almost none of them. Pups, try to flip this raft. If we all move to one side of the raft, the weight will flip us. Hobbs, roll me. I want Hobbs and Amanda roll me investigation checks. I'll say. Investigation, something I'm good at. As we as as we literally go to like the math meme of calculations. The, the juicy juicy fifteen. It's a nice twenty four. Oh. So you think like with the displacement, um, Hobbs? As I said, you think like that makes sense to you, Amanda? 
you think that that would work as well, but you begin to realize a little bit of what the snail is also doing in the center is it's offering some stabilization for them to move around. Unless you could convince the snail to move to one side of the raft and all of you went to the same side of that raft, it wouldn't be flipping. And mind you, it's like floating on like a little bit of like a, a, a current drifting down as well. I offer snail granola board. <laughs> it's, it's it's an option, but for now well, they're hear... gonna, they're robbing Philo and they say. Well, well, you gotta have at least one of them, about. right? It's not like you got complete amnesia, even if it's like a recent one. You, you tell me you don't got any good memories to offer up into the old tin can. Astrak, do you think you can convince a snail to come over to this side? I have food. Hi there, are you talking right now? I think they're talking. Can we talk with you too? I really like talking. My therapist says it's good for me. I usually don't do it enough. Well, you see... The fact that you're in therapy means it's probably very much against your recovery that you're doing this to us right now. And how would your therapist feel about that? I don't know, I robbed him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Philo, <laughs> uh, you see that one of them, you see Jebek is currently <laughs> asking you. Uh, well... What if I just told you a really funny joke, and if it made you laugh, you let me off the hook? Um, she ponders on that for a moment. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Because you are trying to persuade her. 14. She lingers for a second as she's, like, leveling the crossbow, still at the back of Ostrog's head. Alright, then. I'll tell you what. If you can, if you tell a joke and it gets a laugh out of me, we'll call done done, and I'll consider that your contribution to this stick up. But it has to make me laugh. Right. I'll try my best. I mean, after all, <laughs> can't say exactly. Uh, we're getting the finest memories out of you. So I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter. And I'm gonna say, what do you call a giant snail on a raft? A snailer. All right, I'm gonna roll this. It's a DC 13 wisdom save. Oh! Oh! She genuinely <laughs> begins to kind of chuckle a little bit. All of you saw what that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she begins to kind of make a bit of a raspberry come out of her mouth to say yeah, what do you and she begins laughing paint their shells? and she just begins laughing as she falls to the ground and, and, what do you say, varnish. and as you go ahead and you <laughs> let out that second volley of dad joke uh <laughs> she literally she literally just falls to her knees and just is is just kind of just like she's got one arm around her crossbow and uh like the gourd which was still kind of hanging around her neck sort of like falls she just begins pounding her fist against the ground and the rest of the hair the rest of the brigands begin to look around it begins uh, chuckling and all of them meal. just begin laughing and heaving as well because apparently their boss found it funny so they're all gonna start they're a bunch of yes men, so they're gonna Are start laughing where did you guys find this giant snail at the end of a giant's fingers <laughs> Fingers. You see one of them says, 
Get it? He's making a whole bunch of jokes because snail rhymes with snail. It's like, you're the best one, Doran. You're the best one. I love you, Harry. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, it, so, so uh, she dropped the gourds, right? Uh, it's gourds hanging around her neck. It's like, it's like a necklace tied to a string. But yeah. Okay. Uh, Owl is going to swoop and try to grab that just before Hobbs runs to one side of the boat with Amanda to... Wait, we gotta get the snail on this side. Yeah, All yeah, right. I'm, go I'm gonna help herd yeah. the snail, uh, so I'm, I'm helping with that. Yeah, so she's incapacitated and the rest Owl. of them are a bunch of dumbasses, so the mm -hmm. owl thing's gonna go off. Uh, I just want an acrobatics check from your owl to see if it can, like, maneuver this thing. Or sleight of hand, technically. Sleight of hand or acrobatics, uh, whatever, I will matter. I think I don't think your owl's gonna have sleight of hand, so just whatever. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's just got deception and stuff. If it, she's not really resisting it, uh, it's just that it's wrapped around her neck and it needs, like, the dexterity to sort of, like, lift it off. Yeah, this is gonna be a plus three. 19. 19. Definitely enough. It manages to land and carry it up. And then they're laughing. It's like, you hear that, Torrent? Look, and I was just carrying off the boss's gourd. Oh my god, that's a fight. Wait, what are you saying? Um, I'm going to roll her another, sa another uh, saving I think throw. We I think we need to run. Let's just run. <laughs> What's the saving throw again? A TC 13. Um, she's still laughing. But yeah, she's she's not being as uh, literate with it, and all of you are just going to take off. Let's take off. Let's leave. Are we gonna try and flip the raft or no? We don't want we don't want to risk getting held up again, and we got the gourd. And happy memories are valuable. All right. So now that you've got yeah. the gourd, uh, and I imagine the owl's just sort of like flying a good 50, 60 feet up, and just trying to 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 get away. And all of you, all of you are just gonna pile off the raft. Do we want to try to flip the raft on our way out? If we don't flip the raft, they'll just chase us. Okay, let's try to flip the raft. I've got a granola bar. You've got strength. <laughs> strength and a granola bar. That's all we need. Joke's on you. I actually don't have strength. Wait, I thought you do have a high strength. I what, you are you, what, 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 are you, what are you guys doing? Uh, we see Philo and Ostrock leap into the water. Actually, okay. no. No. Um, they're trying to flip oh. the raft. I will get to the edge of the raft, and okay. I will snail. You will snail! You add additional snail oh. weight to the raft. That's smart. I love so it. See, um, Ostrock, you look over at the snail that's next to you. And as you begin to shift, uh, as the uh, raft goes in, and here's the thing, it's like it does list to one side a little bit, but not quite flip yet even though all of you are kind of gathered to that side, the excess weight of an additional giant pack snail begins to cause the raft to take on water. And uh, she's just slamming the ground with her fist. There's like a splash of like, hey, Bob, Bob, the frog board just turned into a giant snail because it was so funny, Bob, Bob, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Rolling for her. As that happens... You see that she just stops laughing, pulls up her crossbow as like she's about to lift up. All of you have a chance to do something. 
Are you going to uh, try to engage these people in some way further, or...? I'm going to move on the... Uh, so, it goes Ostruck Snail, Pack Snail. I'm going to move to the other side, and I'm going to cast Cause Fear on <laughs> the OG Pack Snail. Oh, on the OG Pack Snail. That and works. try to get it to move towards Ostrock Snail. I have right. the snail stats up. Um, I can give you the a modifier. All right. Snail stats. Yeah, snail uh, be uh, Derek, can I get the snail stats, please? Um, the snail roll has, has 16. It has I a plus... To... Oh, wow. Snail stats on my... Yeah, my fucking... It has a plus disease. zero to wisdom. The snail itself just stays inside of its shell. It is not emerged right now. It also looks to be a very old snail based on its shell. Though it might be sleeping. Oh, and man. as you see that that doesn't work, what are you guys doing? Um Can I try can I try to can I try to drag one of the other Herringon to our side of the boat? Here here's the thing right now, is that right now it's not really in a position to flip, it's just taking on water right now. And she's about to get up. So if we're going to keep doing this, I'm going to put her into this sort of initiative. And we're going to do like a little bit of an initiative. All right. Can I try to kick her off? Or just... uh, yeah. Go ahead. Roll me an athletics check. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm terrible at this. It's fine. Get the good And roll. of course I roll unless, a natural unless... 18. Let's go. I got to roll for her. 20 total. Uh... Ah. She manages to like duck out of the way as you go to like shoulder her. And she just kind of like shoves you off to the little bit. Um, and yeah, that's going to be that's that's oh, gonna have to be it. that's gonna I have forgot. to be initiative because you guys are sticking on. All right, totally oh, good though, totally it. good. You guys I, had a cool I, idea. I forgot. Wait, can I? Since this is my first time trying to use this, can I use it? Is since this is like is like considered like a shove attack, right? Yes, that was your attack. As a bonus, as a bonus action, I can give myself advantage. I don't know, think it's gonna help me because I rolled really high the first time. B bonus action from what? It's called steady aim. As a bonus action, you can you give can't move advantage. if you use steady aim, and I think shoving oh. implies you're moving. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't apply. It would be too like an attack. Oh, roll. okay. Sorry, this is my first time looking at this. Totally good. Yeah. No, you like literally running. That's like that's like you plant yourself. You take a knee, to, like get a better shot, Got it. or something. Well, we should run. But first, I'm going to need to build uh, some initiative. Oh no! Oh no! As 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 the Tasha's hideous laughter, she finally nat twentyed out of it. <laughs> after she uh, after rolling an eleven on it. Uh, uh, Hobbs rolled a nineteen for initiative. Oh, I have snail dexterity. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. I rolled a five for a dirty one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, nineteen plus two. Wow, my dice finally like me. Um, 21. Alright then. 21 from Amanda. Uh, Hobbs. 19. Ostrock had a 1. Philo. Mm -hmm. 8. So, um, that was Amanda's go, so I'm basically gonna move on to Hobbs. Hobbs, what do you do? Uh, also, does Owl use my... I'm gonna say it goes after you. Goes after me? Okay. Um, it's, I'll say it's 60 feet away right now. Uh, I am going to draw out my uh, holdfast, which is my, my bent piece of metal that's on, like, 
use to hold wood mm -hmm. in in a bench. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to fire it at... Her name was Jebba, right? Jebek. Jebek. That is 15 to hit. That will hit her. That is 4 damage. Alright. You see as it blasts off against her, it manages to scathe her, and she says, Oh, so we're choosing violence. Yeah. Never can make it easy for thieves like us. Fine, then. Alright. Anything else? Um, for Owl's move, uh, I'm they're going to find a branch that they can like latch the gourd onto that's like kind of high up. Sure. Uh, um, and then I'm gonna say it's gonna be like the full turn. Them. It's gonna be its full turn to make its way to there, and it's gonna be maybe like a, I'll say a hundred feet away. Okay. Yeah, so it has to like navigate down, land, and it can begin making its way towards you. All right. Philo. Um, Philo? You don't have to stay and fight. You could you could run. You could well try to do I mean, something seeing, with the snails. Right. <laughs> seeing that, I'm definitely not just going to... Uh, can't just let you fight them on your own. I'll do what I can. i start moving my hands around and magic orbs mm -hmm. pop off. And By the I way, cast did you, magic did, missile. That's good. Did you did you roll your portents? Oh. Make sure to get maybe sure make sure to do do that when you get a chance. But magic missile for now. Right. I uh, forgot it was a new. Yep. That that counts for that. Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah. Doing, we're doing we're doing rest um, a little bit different in this game. Sure. Um. Yeah. Cast magic missile. And. On who? On Jevic. Okay. Um, so it's three darts for five, four, and four damage. So 13? Yes. You see as these three missiles blast outwards, and you look like she just takes a massive pummeling. And as like these orbs like go outwards, you see chunks of fur. You see uh, bits of flesh and stuff like that get severely scarred and burned. You see, like, she gets hit one in the back of the head, and she looks, like, very, very dizzy and burnt from that. And she leans up and says, You shouldn't have done that! And she seems to be holding onto some of her last legs. Is that it? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say, You should have just kept laughing! It wasn't that funny. <laughs> All right. Now we are going to have all the Herringons go. Oh, no. On an initiative count of four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slower than the Herringons. They rolled really low. Actually, I think they... Yeah, they rolled a fucking natural one as well. Oh. Uh, however, they can maneuver themselves in a way where they all get their packed tactics. Oh no! No, no, no! And they're gonna... Snail. Yep. And they would probably most immediately recognize Hobbs and Philo as the main ones they should be beating down on. The two of them are going to just go up and just start clubbing Philo. <laughs> They're just going to go up to the old man and be start beating them up. Oh, Don't no. beat up my old friend. Natural 20. <laughs> what? Good God. Ouch. With advantage, that was a, a six and a little moon on my die. Uh, 
No, it's the one I always. Oh, you're on. using those dice. Yeah, the, one, the ones I always crit with. Yeah, uh, I'll switch them out. <laughs> All right. Um, that is going to be. Uh, so, if for those of you who aren't familiar with our crit rules, but uh, essentially what it is is that for you guys as well as the bad guys when it happens. We basically maximize the damage and we roll all the dice again. That way you don't end up like rolling two ones or something like that after getting a crit and feeling bad about it. Sure. Uh, you get to feel bad when the enemies do it. Um, <laughs> that is going to be uh, six plus three, nine points of damage. All right. Second one going at you. Change the dice, fucking. It's oh. a 17 and a 20. My god. Oh no. Um, though sorry, that's gonna be another nine points of damage, Philo. Are you down? Uh, yeah. It downs me. Alright. Uh, two of them are going to go <laughs> start whacking away, uh, at. So you have know, like, hey, Norn! Looks like they're taking care of the old man. Is this really ethical? I don't know, but they seem to be getting a kick out of it. Let's go beat up a log, dude. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking, Harry. Alright. Hobbs. Yes. First one is going to be a 21 to hit with packed tactics. Yep, that hits. For six points of damage. Second one, uh, 20 total with packed tactics. For cocked somehow with a d4. Uh, that is going to be four points of damage. One more is going to. One of them is going to uh, basically try to restrain Amanda. So Amanda, I want you to roll me a dexterity, uh, an acrobatics check. Okay, I'm okay at that. Aw, oh, dang it, 12. 14. You find that you are suddenly being grabbed and like grappled by uh, one of these Harrigan brigands, the one, the one who apparently robbed his therapist. And uh, you see she looks up at you. And she just, I'm, I'm going to say like for the sake of flavor, she just takes the butt of her rapier rather than stabbing you. She's just going to like clock you across the face with it, with advantage. Mm -hmm. That is going to be 23 to hit. That hits. That's 23. Eight points of damage as oh. uh, you just feel like a bit of blood drip out of your mouth. Uh, and she, like, levels the blade, like, at your throat. And she says, We won't kill you. But we're gonna make you wish we did. Meanwhile, <laughs> Astrock, you find as though the world around you has sped up in a way you did not anticipate. <laughs> as you are now moving on snail time. Wait, question. <laughs> this hair gone that grappled me so are we now on this all on the same side of the boat um kind of yeah but it's taking on water um a good shove or maybe some way of moving the older snail who seems to be napping could potentially flip the boat but yeah this is like a, a 15 foot raft basically you're all on amanda i'm just gonna jump to you real quick okay though so if ostrak is able to get this cart to flip over then Potentially, potentially. We'll say that it it, it, it it may be difficult. Right now, you're being restrained. If there's any one-liners you want to equip, somehow you feel very slighted in the way that she impacted you. I don't know if you want to dig into that emotion or whatnot. 
Wait, so what did she say to me again? The way that she sort of just slammed you across the face with the butt of her rapier. You know, as somebody who tracks down criminals for a living, the way you conduct yourself, it's just so low and kind of isn't worth my time. Shank. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to dig into that feeling, though? Yeah. Before you go. Yeah. All right, let me pull up the specifics of the Witchlight Monarch boon. Oh, shit. There's a boon. Oh, I still shit. have to do my turn. <laughs> yep, we're, we're, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Okay. Charm of the Monarch. So in Amanda's case, you've already got wings. Yeah. So the wings you have expand <laughs> until they are four or five times the size that they were. Massive emperor moth wings extending outwards in a way that almost gives you a sort of regal robe of majesty. The fuzz on top of them becoming almost like the pauldrons of a cape. We see that as Amanda extends outwards, there's almost a sort of gust of air and light that extends outwards. A regality that extends beyond her and we begin to see the sort of visage kind of like made out of like moth silk begin to sort of like weave its way up into like a crown similar to the Witchlight Monarch crown she wore before. Right now, Amanda, you have a flying speed equal to your walking speed. Mm-hmm. You also have a big bonus to charisma-based checks. Uh, Ostrak, uh, I was going to say, Amanda, what is it that you would like to do? Since you're not worth my time, I will give you one chance to screw off this boat or all the rage of the Feywild will be unleashed upon you in the form of me. So, uh, Ostrak, who has mm-hmm. apparently rolled so low that he has begun somewhere in the next round. <laughs> what is it that you wanted to do as snail? Um, as a snail, can I talk to this other snail and try and get him to my side of the raft? I, I, I usually you can't cast spells in this form, but I'll say for now in this case, if you wanted to burn a speak with animals, you could. There is no will... snail, there's no snail language, so. Alright, I will still, I will, I'll, I'll take that speak with animals. Okay. And it's like, um, <sighs> hey, you want to come what? over here? What? Uh? Hey, um, yeah, what time the... is it? I don't even know. <laughs> Do I know you? No, you want to come meet me? Um, I'm a little too young for that. <laughs> but I mean, I could always use the company. I feel like I know you. Hmm. I was, yeah. Give me a perception check, Ostrak. Perception. Your eyes, through your eye stocks. Alright, um. <laughs> Nail time! That's a 12. You could swear you nice see animal. little... You can swear you see little bits of blue paint, very faded, on the shell of this old snail. <gasps> it's a oh. real snail! Oh, man! Oh, no, it's High Road or whatever. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's High Road. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, they used to call me Nimblefoot back in the day. I'm Nimblefoot. Oh, I think I've heard oh of you. Oh, my God, did we into the next dimension? No, this was the one that Ostrak and oh. Philo were riding. Oh 
my goodness! I remember you. You were an amazing snail. Oh, that's all in the past. I'm nothing more than a soup bowl of some chowder at this point. Your Party racing days are never gone. Oh, Come on. You're Let's just see. a young, young... I want to see. I want to see this in action. How fast can you come over to me? <laughs> You're looking at a ten foot gap. That's ambitious. <laughs> I bet you could do it. I know there's still some racing in there. Yes. So we see like as roll me, roll me, roll me a persuasion check. Fuck it. We're gonna roll, we're gonna roll for this. Please make this you work. Have advantage. You have advantage for invoking this you know, oh, racing thank you. legacy. We're getting That's... fucking cars at this point. <laughs> The 14. Please. Oh, I suppose I've got some old mucus left in the pores. <laughs> oh, same. Gross. <laughs> so we see, like, as none of you see this conversation happen, as Amanda is having her exchange with Jebek, we slowly just see, like, the other sna old snail begin to extend its eye stalks and slowly wiggle its way over to the other side. <laughs> and Amanda, what do you say? What was your line again? What's your quip? Your, uh, I will release it from me or in the form of me or yeah. something. I'll release all I'll release all the pain of the Feywild in the form of me. And as like she is in the process of like trying to consider roll, just roll me an intimidation check. Do we get a bonus with, to this? Yes, you get a what's plus my, five what's bonus. My from, uh your charisma should be whatever it says on the sheet, but you get a plus five bonus to checks. Oh, oh cool. My God. Okay, so I have a plus seven. <laughs> Twenty-one. We see that as you are saying that, and as you are extending, she seems to like look at you very seriously, just as uh, Astrox is. Hi, Ice Talk. As it gets close to you, as it's like about to high five you with its Ice Talk. <laughs> yeah. And as it goes to do that, there's just a listing. It's like. Hey, boss, I think that the water's going away. Water's not going away, it's just going to that end. Also, Horizon looks a little crooked, don't you think? Ooh, the wrap <laughs> fucking flips over. Yes! As you have managed to go over the tipping point with the snail meeting you on one side of the raft. How hard you've worked for it. Yes! Uh. Just as Amanda is like, fear me. I am the Fey Wild, and Amanda, you have to like leap off and start flapping as it's everyone just goes into the water. And yeah, what are you, are y'all, are you all just gonna like hang around or are you gonna get out of we're, there? We're fucking off. Uh, Hobbs is diving for Philo. Oh yeah, Philo. <laughs> good catch, good catch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all fucking off. We'll be here later. <laughs> Oh shit, Grandpa's unconscious. Just, I'm gonna lay on my back with Grandpa on my chest. Amanda is like you using her feet You can football grab Philo to... as you go. Yeah. As this exchange that has shortly happened begins to get carried off as you were realizing you were about to get your asses handed to all of you. Um, we love Ostrock. We love him. Pack tactics are no joke. And mm. as all of you begin making your, your way through the water, you can see like a whole bunch of heads and ears just pop up, and it's like, "Boss, did we go after them?" Now we're gonna need bigger fish for this one, much bigger fish. Hey, <laughs> boss, I found a big fish. <laughs> God Don't damn you it. mean a bigger boat? Since your boat sucks ass. 
Well, here's the thing. It's like all of you have like swum to the side and you like call that thing as they are all drifting further down the river on a raft as you are on a wider area of walkable ground. Yeah. And yeah, Philo, roll me a death save. Don't die on us. Don't die on us. I assume Ostrak turned back into a frog? No, you don't see Ostrak. Oh no. We'll get to that in a second. Healer, healer. How do you roll death saves on D&D Beyond? Just roll a d20. Oh, sure. Just a 20. I got a 10. That's enough. Marker one is enough. So we see Hobbs as you, like, pull Philo out. Uh, or we just see you, like, backstroke your way onto land with Philo on your chest. Um, and Amanda, you see Philo just sort of, like, bruises beginning to well up on, like, his legs and his uh, cheek. Like, big black and blue bruise. And we see uh, as that is happening. Meanwhile, somewhere underneath an upside down segment of raft, because it like broke off, broke apart when it flipped over and the ropes came undone. We see just kind of the two snails floating through the water <laughs> on a linear plane. You know, I think you hear I a voice say, be, Welcome to Dice Carnival. Well, we have snails. Well, well, young gun. Looks like this is going to be the route I take for a while. Don't want to be holding you down. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. It's not every day I get reminded of my glory days. Shoot for the stars, kid. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. I will... um... I will unwild shape and start heading back towards the group. Alright, so you just fucking, like, yeet off from this snail and you begin climbing onto the shore. Philo, roll me one more death save. Unless right. any- is, are any of you doing something? Yeah, uh, like, I, I wanted to roll some medicine. Roll oh, me a medicine right. check as you have I'll... become the operating table. Ah, uh, sorry, Philo, that's an 8 on my medicine <laughs> check. Philo, what did you roll? Uh, I wasn't sure. Please, Philo, don't die to some hair and gone. Oh, I got eight. Ooh, no. I got four. Uh, Philo seems to be unresponsive. You're not sure if he's breathing or not. Um, just as you see that, you see Ostrak just kind of begin to pull himself out of the water, seeming to be processing a lot of emotions right now. And then Ostrak, you snap and you see that Philo is currently unconscious on Hobbs chest as you see Hobbs is currently in the process of trying to burp him <laughs> oh no no don't do that don't do that here here um I guess I'll try casting cure wounds all right so you can go ahead roll your cure wounds you come up with that many hit right. points Philo as all uh, of you can begun begin dialogue amongst yourself eight healing uh, what happened did we get him um you know, for all of their talk, I just had one of the happiest memories in a while. Aww. Well, it started out pretty good with it. I don't remember much after I blasted them. Well, it's think, all right. I think we're safe now. Just remember being surrounded by these rabbits. I. And... <laughs> I guess. I guess it's true that. Not many people actually follow the rules. Oh, oh crud. These seem to be, I, I would say from your assessment, these seem to be a group of people 
They seem not to care much for the rules. Yeah, so it might be and better potentially to be a little bit more taking advantage next yeah. time. And probably also taking advantage of the fact that they're not being enforced as heavily as they once were. Yeah, because the villain's not here. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm gonna try. Let's try to avoid situations like these because I personally would like to stick to the rules because I do believe in a sense of reckoning. Meanwhile, all of you see Amanda is looking marvelous with a silk crown and giant emperor moth wing. Nice. Amanda, you get a feeling that these things are going to be around for another hour. Huh. And you can do this two more times after okay. that. Okay. What happened? Ah. Uh, I look fancy. <laughs> now Stark saved your ass. Right. And the raft flipped, and mm-hmm. you went unconscious. Not in that order. All right. Well, I'm just glad I didn't have to give up any more of my memories. I don't really remember very much already. Eh. Speaking of which, Hobbs, do you want to retrieve the gourd? Yeah, uh... Owl is coming back with the, uh... Whole thing of... Owl, Memories. which is on its way back, just circles back. It's just like fucking Grandpa Simpson's in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's off hat. I'm Walks gonna, in, puts back on a hat, puts on coat, leaves. I'm gonna draw my memory back out so of it. it. What, how it works is you end up seeing that you now have this gourd with like the stopper on top of it. Okay. It just it feels it, it's it 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 feels it's like gourd and it feels like there's something in it that's kind of amorphous, not quite mm-hmm. liquid. It doesn't slosh, but it feels like it's got some added mass inside of it that isn't fully solid. I mean, I Apparently, this can the... be used as payment. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pop the top and like attempt to draw my memory. So, so you just pop the it. top off. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Just, just as you're holding it, and we see like as that happens, a whole prism of rainbow light sort of shoots out the top of the thing, so much that you begin to get blinded. You hear the sounds of laughter, you smell scents of passion and sweet and, and memories of cake, and you see that as all these sort of like visions and senses and sensations and memories shoot outwards, one of them ends up striking Hobbes in the face as the rest of them just get scattered in every direction, as every memory that has ever been stoppered in this bottle makes its way home. Wow. And Hobbs, you find yourself reliving as it kind of strikes you, that memory that you had given up. With your mother, of her tending you, repairing you, that unconditional love for her son, for her child. Uh, Hub kind of shakes himself out of the memory uh, and wraps the the gourd over his shoulder and it goes, well, now it's empty. Shall <laughs> I make us a vessel? Put in, mark on your inventory, empty memory gourd. Empty memory gourd. <laughs> Jingle. For only five easy payments of $9.99. You can get a memory gourd to steal to steal the happy memories of all your enemies. Isn't but that lovely? wait, if you call now, we'll give you a free memory to start with. 
<laughs> and we'll throw in two months free of Quick Slick. <laughs> Just now for this limited offer, if you sign your friends up to make their installments of their memory gourds, you get a referral fee, which includes <laughs> one extra memory per refer referral. This sounds like a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> this totally isn't a scam to get rid of your money and the money memory. of all your friends while just locking you into a really bad social structure. Multi-level multi memory scheme. It's just Inception. That's perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> multi-level memory. Anyway, um... That's where you guys are, is that you are now on this causeway. You do notice, however, as you're, you've kind of seen this light spread outwards, before you parting in the mist, probably a good 200 feet down a sort of broken uh, sort of stone path, leading its way is to a massive sort of tower that leans at an angle from the swamp. And you can see a torn balloon hanging from the top of it. We should probably go check that out. That sounds like a plan. This crumbling stone tower rises out of the swamp, leaning at such an angle that it threatens to keel over. Black brambles surround the base of the tower and cling to the lower half. Hanging from crenellations on the lower side of the tower's peak is a large woven basket at the end of a tangle of ropes and tattered fabric. The basket dangles about 30 feet from the surface of the swamp. Alright. Do you approach? Uh, I will have Owl fly up and kind of scope it out, and I can see through Owl's vision. All right, so, um, yeah. If you guys, you guys aren't too far away, so if you move up kind of a little bit closer to the base of the tower, and mind you, I shouldn't say huge, it's maybe about like 50 feet tall, which is still pretty big considering the softness of the earth, uh, you see that uh, the Owl sort of begins to lift upwards, and you begin inspecting the balloon itself. When the rest of you probably, uh, it would probably be Philo and Ostrock would hear what Hobbs' senses are within who? The owl. The owl. The owl form. We see, uh, Ostrock, you hear just a psst. Ah. I need help. Please. Help. What? Where? And you're looking around trying to find it. Uh, you see that, um, you're looking looking around the basket, you're looking around the base of it, and it's not until you see, like, dangling underneath the basket at a bit of an obscured angle. Is a cage. Oh. Um. Is there something in the cage? You see within the cage, I'm going to drop an image into chat, what appears to be a small form currently bound. What appears to be somewhat draconin. <laughs> God, I hate his little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that's I incredible. This. I hate this man already. Yeah, that's, that's when that's when you, when the owl like perches on the edge of the tower, and you 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 get a full eye view of this little mustache, Hobbs. God, he looks like, oh, like an owl. He, he looks like if Handsome Squidward was that's a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. You are. Why are those eyes so distinct? What's with the bone structure? I hate this little pervert. Shush, shush, <laughs> shush, I need you to shush. I am in a bit of a bind, as you can observe. I, sir, Talavar, is one of the Summer Queen's loyal servants. Ask that you free me. You see, I was in the midst of a daring escape from the bile. Uh, I believe they call her Bavlorna. When our balloon was set upon by an 
ill wind of sorts and sent plummeting to its current unfortunate location. My pilot, an honorable Wigglewog, did not survive. I've been trapped up here for a little bit now, but please, you must help me. I must tell my queen of the fall of Prismere that is to come, that is to have, that has to give. Oh boy, I am tripping off my words again. Who is your queen? Shh. There. You can't. You, you must be quiet. My name is Sotalava, but there are two vile serpents in the nearby hedges. They're just outside the tower door. If you awaken them, they might squeeze you or worse, devour me. Can I do a quick insight check to see if I can, you know, if I can see if this person is telling the truth? If they're trying to dupe us again, we just got out of one dupe. Yeah, I know. I want to climb into that. another dupe. You roll an insight check. As I said, it's going to be information based on his behavior or maybe some general vibes you get off of him. Uh, 14. Uh, 14? I mean, I don't know how Hobbs feels about... I mean, you, you didn't like the frog that says I love you. Um, yeah. How you feel about this this man's little face. <laughs> um, so, so I'll let, leave you to that judgment. This individual yeah. at least seems to be pleading for help. He yeah, seems to be coming I'll, off as desperate. Owl is going to swoop on down and grab him and bring him closer He's to us. He's going to try us, to dislodge the cage? Or, I can also yeah. try to unlock it. It's 30 feet From dangling in the air. And I can fly. Yeah. And well, I have healing. I figured, uh, I mean, it, it'll do it stealthily since he warned us about the uh, fucking doodads. Yeah. You want to fly up this? It might be better to just try to unlock the cage. All right. So as you fly up to him, Amanda, you see like he sees you, and uh, he um, he kneels on one on on one little dragon knee. He puts his hand on his uh his the sheath of his sword, and he bends down, not making eye contact as you like are picking the locks. And he says, "Your Majesty, I." I, it, it is not every day that I encounter royalty. A knight like I have been traveling through this swampy land for some time now, and have found my prisoner through much, much worse. You must not strain yourself on my behalf. It's no strain. It's absolutely no problem to pick a lock while wearing your prom dress. <laughs> and in that case, I, 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 I will offer you every bit of assistance that I have. My mission still remains true. I must I must inform the summer court of what has happened at Prismere. But you you have my deepest and humblest pledge of honor. After all, my life is yours. It is at this point, Ostrock and Hobbs, you see what you think to be two slithering forms making their way to Amanda. Amanda, roll me a thieves tool check real quick. Alright. Also I'm saying I'm flying. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you've got to kind of stop flying to pick lock at this point. Uh, you can find, so like, like, a little a... A perch. Yeah, you can't just wings out and just start hovering. <laughs> no, you've I can't. To... Dang no, it. No, you... but you can perch. And, like, if you were trying to, like, fly 15. in an area that couldn't accommodate your wings, that would also be difficult. Yeah. Uh, what was it? 18. 18. It takes you, it takes you a, a good little while to like get good purchasing where you can actually manipulate the tumblers, but the lock is not overly complicated, just a little rusty. And the two of you see two little black serpent forms making their way towards Amanda. Amanda, I see the serpents! <laughs> can I get a chance to just kind of 
My, my lady, my lady, they are right. They are about to sick you. All right, we're shooting up. Can I just grab them and shoot up? Yeah, you just go ahead. You grab to shoot up, and you see two tiny little like garden snakes just snaking their way across the edge. <sighs> they may be about like three feet long, and they look at you with little beady black eyes and just. <laughs> Wonderful. For for the listeners, my lady, my lady, out his my lady, I will defend to your honor as you have unlocked the cage at this point in the dragon. The little, the little fairy dragon, who could probably, maybe, probably is a little too big to be eaten by these things. Uh, still could be. Like, extends his sword outwards, like, Begone, you filed beast! You, I will not allow you to harm this lady of royalty. Begone to whatever foul pits that you have begun, and know that Lord Talavar sent you to your slithering wallow. <laughs> the two little snakes <laughs> just... Make a little unfazed by it. Like little smiley happy stakes. And you see two of them just begin sort of slithering through a little hole in the rock into the tower. My lady, the threat has gone. And I must say that if those serpents had come upon me before you had, I would most certainly have been a goner. But I would have fought to my better end, as it's a knight's honor. So thank you. Allow me to thank the rest of your squires. As he flutters right. down. Yep, I joined him. May I mention, this dude's about less than a foot tall, about eight inches. He's so tiny. <laughs> I hate his face, but I love him. <sighs> if you too would like to witness this fellow's face, uh, look no further than Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Published by Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> the jaw, the, the facial structure on this guy. <laughs> oh gosh. It's not one you can easily forget. No. Very defined. You see that he bends his way down and does like a deep low bow to all of you and says, as he's flying, and says, Good day, good day, good day. I must thank you for you and your queen's assistance. I would not have been able to get myself out of that predicament on my own. And you all seem to have been traveling on the road for some time. I must assume that you too are seeking answers here in Prismere. Uh, yes. I would offer you a way out. Same one that I intend to take to make my way to the court of the Summer Queen. Though, I would not wish to distract you from a mission you actively have. So I will offer you whatever else I can in return. We are hoping to figure out where Zabilna went. Ah, Lady Zabilna. That is why I too have come here as an assessment. She has been... A figure of diplomacy for the Summer Court for some time. And as a honored knight, it was my duty to investigate her disappearance. There is what I know to have been a coup orchestrated against her. A coup by three sisters who were formerly advisors of the late Queen of Prismere. From what I can tell, they invoked some sort of curse or effect within the kingdom at the center of Prismere, the Palace of Heart's Desire, the villainous seat of this domain of delight, and in the process have managed to imprison her, incapacitate her in some way, I have yet to determine the exact motive. After all, I was deployed here and hither to learn of the involvement of one of Lorna Blightstraw, one of the sisters that had disposed of the previous ruler of this land. From what I can tell, from what I know and what I have encountered, from where I have escaped, 
She lives in a spooky cottage that sits on stilts at the heart of Downfall. A lake in Bullywug Settlement, further to the north. The Bullywugs of Downfall are quite courteous and welcoming, provided you do not offend them. Though their politics are definitely to be desired for. Alright, so... Would you advise would you advise that we are to head there or is that a place to avoid? Uh, I would say that if you do not have business there, I would avoid it, but if you have answers you seek, well, either from the soggy court or from Bavlorna herself, may I say she is a dangerous one, and I would not do well to invoke her name unnecessarily. But she is dangerous. However, she is in the mood of making agreements. So if you are seeking power within Hither, that is what I recommend. I will also say that navigating this land of Prismere, I was hoping to arrive in Hither and travel to perhaps Tither and perhaps Yon on my egress. However, it would appear that there has been some sort of enchantment placed upon this land that makes travel between the different regions of Prismere nigh impossible. Only the hags and their minions seem able to breach these barriers. Interesting. So we're still going to need to see her in order to make our way to the other regions. Uh, unless you can find someone else who has a way through the permeating clouds of pink fog that rest at either end of hither. It may be necessary to strike an accord or in some other way overthrow the uh, being that currently sits on the throne of this domain. I also say that things are not normal here. I have traveled to Prismere once before, and when I had, this land was one of diversity, one of beauty, one not too unlike what you have seen now, but even the dissidents themselves, they seem to have no care for the monuments of the past, and they care not for the events of the future. It is almost like they are stuck at the everyday muddlings of life. Their struggles and their pleasures they take only now, rather than save them or reminisce. It's led to a degree of complacency that I do not think serves this land or the Bilna's kingdom at all well. That is still very good advice for when interacting with others. Hmm. Hmm. Do the rest of you have any other questions? I'm pretty satisfied with what I've heard. Yeah, I think I'm good too. Um, In that case... I feel like it may be best to invoke my departure as soon as I can. However, I can say with most certainty that there was, how might I say, a room, I believe. Is it that you are seeking only answers for the Builder, or is there other things that you seek in Prismere? Well, I, I'm pretty sure I lost a lot of my memories here somewhere. So I'm kind of looking for that. I don't know any information about how aware that would be, but I'm sure that Hags, one with the pig mask, has something to do with it. I have not encountered the uh, a hag with a pig mask, though I would caution you to not get too familiar if you can avoid it. I will say, though, that if you are seeking perhaps some items of theirs, she kept many of them behind lock and key. There is a goblin nearby, a... I would like to say key smith, but more of a key collector named Jingle Jangle. She lives in a edifice nearby, uh, atop Telemy Hill, not too far from Slanty Tower. He kind of gestures uh, in a direction. 
Perhaps if you are seeking to access means that you would not usually have permission for to reclaim which was originally yours, I suppose that she may be the one to see. Though I can say she is a personality tuber that can be difficult to comprehend for others and quite easy for others. But but do understand that I informed you that she is not <laughs> typical. Alright. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, thank you. Of course. And it is only my honor to offer you. And you see, like, he unsheaths his sword, and he bestows it upon. Uh, he'll, he'll probably, like, lean in front of Amanda, and he'll bestow his sword upwards towards you. My lady, my sword is magically enchanted, and it has been passed on through many generations of royal knights. However, it does me honor to give it to you, and thanks for my life and the ability to complete my mission for my own queen. Why, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. As he hands you his tiny plus one longsword. Tiny, <laughs> tiny. Tiny. Which you now think you could, use, you could use as a dagger, actually. Oh, <laughs> not even a short sword. Well, nope. then I can actually use it because it's a dagger. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. As I said, I hate this man's little face, but I love the man. <laughs> All, right. All right, yes, thank you so much. The honor is all mine, and I wish you much success in your mission that is to come. I do hope that you can find more answers of the Vilna. Perhaps if she could be freed, Prismira's hope it will not be doomed. For I fear that catastrophe is only coming to the land that was once so great. And it is our hope to prevent such a thing. Indeed. A noble cause, a noble warriors. I thank you, Majesty. I did not catch your monarchal title fully. You can call me, and if you have to pass on some kind of report to your queen, let them know my name is Amanda. Thank you, Monarch Amanda. And I wish you and the squires of Amanda Safe passage on your journey. He'll nod his head. Mm-hmm. Nod back. He'll twiddle yep. his mustache. Oh my god. He'll pull out He's... like a little can of something and apply some product to it. Oh. <laughs> so it's properly curly. Yeah. Pack it away and he'll put it inside a little satchel. I must be off. Huzzah! And he'll fly away. Huzzah! Huzzah. The heathen is gone. And Amanda, you just have like a tiny little sheath with a sword inside of it. A tiny little sword dagger. It's so cute. And yeah, as you are considering your next steps, as you consider the concept of Telemi Hill, that is where we are going to leave it there. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to always salt your water before boiling. Farewell. <laughs>